if you find yourself in a situation in your marriage that is making you consider you may not want to stay married to that person, let's let's just call it what it is. You are interested in a divorce. There's no shame in this. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. There's nothing to feel weird about. I want you to reach out to Travis Groat. Travis Groat is a friend of ours. He owns Groat Law, which is a boutique family law experience right here in Petoskey, Michigan. But reach out to Travis if you have questions on family law. He has concentrated his practice on family law, specifically in divorce, custody, child support, litigating personal protection orders. He also specializes in prenups, wedding clients. Listen up. Travis is a great guy. And I think one thing that he is going to take, I know he takes so seriously, is what's in your child's best interest if you have kids involved. And he's going to make sure that all parties feel fairly heard and understood. And he's going to fight for you. If he represents you, he's going to fight for you. One thing I love about Travis is he's a certified collaborative divorce attorney. So if you are in a situation where you can go through a collaborative divorce, it's pretty amazing. And he can help you navigate that in the state of Michigan. Reach out to him today. Travis at GroatLawPLLC.com. That's his email. And his website, GroatLawPLLC.com. Groat Law, a proud sponsor of this week's episode of The Pod. Welcome to Clink's The Podcast. Stories from behind the scenes of owning a business, raising a family, and navigating the challenges that arise from both. Join my husband and I as we document being coworkers, lovers, friends, and elder millennials just trying to figure it all out. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to me and anyone else born today. Happy birthday. Thank you. Love you. You made it. 35 years old. Hey, look, my I made it. Clings, honey, what are you drinking? Tonight's a celebratory night. We're celebrating a lot of things. Ah, we are celebrating you know? a lot of things right now. What are you drinking? I know Some... one thing's for sure. Happy birthday to me. You tried to serve me a drink with broken glass in it. What kind well, of thing we got going on here? I don't know what happened to this bottle of champagne. There was a little bit of broken glass around the neck and some that kind of flew out. Fortunately, nobody was injured. I'm still drinking it. I'm risking it. Picking the glass yeah. out. Mm-hmm. That's... Listen, we're on a budget here at the Clinks the Podcast, and um, just gonna take what we can get. I opened my own bottle of bubbly that I can reseal. I like those bottles, and I'm drinking a little sparkly wine. And I'm saying, "Here's to 35, 34. We'll see you. Don't let the door hit you." Yeah, tough year. I think we'll talk about that. We will get. To oh, that we'll talk for about. Sure. Yeah, we'll talk about things we learned, things you learned, things I learned. Things I learned this week is I love having a flower shop. What do you oh, think? It's been great. It's been we, awesome. Um, yeah, busy. A lot of long days, late nights, all those kinds of things. But we'll find a rhythm. Um, you know, we're trying to open kind of a soft opening here, see what people like, see what people aren't digging. Um, trying to keep staff small-ish just to kind of help control some costs on that end. And then as we move into May here, we're going to start ramping things up on on all fronts. I mean, if this is how crazy it was for the last handful of days on like rainy, chilly days in May, what in the actual hell is the third week of July going to be like? Yeah, I hope that means uh, that we'll be pretty busy. There's some issues that we're going to have to work out, and that is um, supplies of flowers. (laughs) Like we are, you know, our trucks come Monday, Tuesday, 
and then again on Wednesday. But then you know, here we are as we record this. It's late in the week, and we're well, yeah, you get yourself up shit creek, which is good. It's a great problem to have. So, but you know, this is our first week open, so we're we're learning. I think you get yourself up shit creek without a paddle because we're so far away. And I know that July, August, you know, we'll have a lot of our local growers who are able to hop in and help and bring stuff by. And I cannot wait. I don't think this is the year, but until I have my gardens again, like, you know, when I was... It's not the year. It's <laughs> It'll be next year. It's not the year this year. But, you know, like I can grow a decent amount of flowers when we're cooking. And so just getting that stuff back up and running. But, yeah, I can't wait. This pot will be real interesting like the week of 4th of July. Because, example, as we record this right now, behind the scenes, it's Friday night at 830 at night. I today was in the shop by myself with Tracy the end of the day. Tracy was meeting with clients. I closed the shop. And we're pretty much out of flowers. Like, I could maybe make another couple small arrangements, right? I designed almost everything I could, and people were just walking in and buying it, walking in and buying it, which is what we want. And then I stocked the cooler for tomorrow, so Ellis and I are pretty much set. But like, at, there is a very good chance that if we had a lot of foot, when we have a lot of foot traffic tomorrow, we could be sold out of flowers by 3 p.m. Yeah, again, good problem to have. And, um, you know, we called this week a soft opening for this reason. You know, we the thing about flowers is it's not like we can freeze them, you know, like some food products or things, you know, other some other perishable type items. Like once we take delivery, like clock's ticking, we got to we gotta move them. So It's like the draft. Yeah. We talked about it last well, time. You're on the clock. You're on the clock. Sweetwater Floral, uh, you're on the clock. Hey, first pod in Sunset Palace. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the palace. <laughs> Sunny P. Sunny P. I'm obsessed. I don't know about you, but you know, you guys know that Reels audio, that TikTok. Here's how this is going to go. I'm going to say, you guys know that TikTok trend, and then someone listening is going to be like, that's also on Reels, which is what people yeah, say who don't like t- who don't like TikTok or who melt their brains off too much on TikTok, so they deleted it. But remember that one Reels that was like, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm obsessed. That's how I feel about Sunset Palace. It's great. We like it here. It's a great temporary landing spot for us. I also heard a little rumor through town. There's been a lot of police activity on our old block. Thank God we got out of there. Things have gotten crazy on State Street. Yeah, probably a good time to go. No, I think the thing that makes Sunset Palace, and I'm so grateful to our friends who are letting us rent from them for a very short amount of time, is the yard. Kids are obsessed. They have a huge fenced-in yard. They have a great a, sandbox. A-plus yard. A-plus. I mean, that's what happens when you rent from people who own a professional landscaping company. A-plus <laughs> basement as well, which is something our kids oh. are not um, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're bringing not this used up. To. I'm so glad you're bringing this up. You and I have not talked about this because most nights I'm just coming home and then yeah, I'm crying just, a little you bit. You and I haven't even talked. This I'm is our opportunity to talk. I haven't talked to you all week. <laughs> Miss you. Literally have not spoken uh, to you. I know. The basement. I want to say to those kids, if y'all like this basement, just wait six weeks till you see what's coming. Yeah. Are we, we're not finishing our basement at our new house. Well, this brings up a good point because I want the record to reflect that months ago I said to you, I think we should put down carpet in our basement. I think it'd be mm-hmm. great. Basement carpet. Kids can fall. Kids can run. And you were like, there's no money left in the budget. Which there isn't. So that, <laughs> yeah, I, I stand by that statement. <laughs> Something that hasn't changed. Something that hasn't reflect. changed is we haven't come into more money. <laughs> Let the record reflect that that still is true. I think it would be like a great thing to work towards yeah. and do like in the new year or something. Yeah. You know, 
And when I mean, everyone is cheap carpet, I don't know. Can we get much, a right? carpet sponsor, y'all? Listen up. Episode fifteen is brought to you by. Episode fifteen <laughs> is brought to you by Ray's Carpet Shack. I understand. That, listen, y'all got kids. You don't need them to take a tumble in the basement. Get that basement carpet. Call Ray and his broskies. He's going to hook you up. I'm Isn't not kidding. Nice? If someone owns a carpet company, please reach out to us. Yeah. I do That'd think we need to carpet it down there. The kids can. They are thriving in the basement. They are thriving. They love it down here. But also, where did their obsession with monsters come? Because ever um, since we got to Sunset Palace, they're like, oh, there's monsters down there. Well, we play a game called, we used to call it Spiders. Which is where we pretend to be spiders and like throw pillows and shoot webs at each other. (laughs) Then we changed it to SmackDown, or maybe it was SmackDown first. But it has evolved into now they call it Monster. It's the same game. But they also like, you know, this is a basement with like some nooks and crannies Mm -hmm. and like some dark rooms like you got to walk in the room to pull the light bulb from the string type of thing and which let's be honest that's how you get grit okay if you didn't grow up in a house (laughs) where you had a single light bulb on that pull string with the little metal capsule at the end okay Mm -hmm. and your mom's like turn that light off down there and you're like oh shit I gotta go in there. Alone. I can't. You, we, you click it off and then run back you up sprint. the stairs. You sprint. Yeah. Matt, I'm still scared of the Pickford Street storage room. I'm still scared. If I went to Pickford right now, Pickford Street, Northville, Michigan, if you know, you know. That's where I grew up. If I went to Pickford right now and someone was like, do you mind going down in the basement shutting the light off in the storage room? I'd be like, I, I, can't. I can't. I'm too scared. I'm 35 years old now, but I can't. <laughs> I'm a 35 grown-ass woman, and I'm scared straight. Bigford basements scare me straight. <laughs> I think that's our oldest boy kind of egging on the other one. Yeah. All right. Other than that, we got a flower shop. It's It's been awesome. Yeah. Kids are doing great. Spring is slowly spring arriving. Spring is springing. Yeah. Spring is springing. House is moving along. Yeah. House update. Here we go. Uh, that's I mean, funny. I mean, if I'm going to be honest no, I, and we're honest on the pod, you know oh, where this is going. Sure. I mean, yeah. What do you want me to say? That it's not moving along? It is moving along. <laughs> but as we record this, we're supposedly moving in in three and a half weeks. They're not done flooring. Okay. None of the interior doors are in. There's you know been what? no paint. The tile work is not done yet. Okay. Only half of our house is sided. There oh, are no yeah. lights upstairs. I just do don't you see your... That's all. No, no, no. I know. I am being glass half empty about this for sure. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I just think we need to start. Don't thinking. say it. Don't even speak it on my birthday. We'll camp. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pitch. We'll pitch some tents out there. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, I don't know. They're there. I'm hopeful. They're working. They're working. It's just never fast enough. Oh, God. That's all. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so hopeful. I'm so positive about it right now. I love going there. I love seeing where it's at. I feel really good about it. I just do. Yeah. So, like, if they say June 1st, if it's June 5th, are you going to be pissed? Because in your mind is that they lo- they didn't meet the deadline. I'm, o- I'm only mad because we had the serious conversation. Like, we are a family of five with two big hairy dogs. All of our crap's in storage. All of our stuff is boxed up. We are temporarily, you know... A month here, three months there. Like, we need to know when we are getting into our house. What is the date? And they, and they said, said June 1. June 1st. And that was like a month or two, a month ago. They said that. So if it's not June 1st, that is going to make me unhinged. Because you could have told us July 1st, and then we could have been working this whole time on another option. 
You know what I'm saying? I also feel like it's something in this in this industry where like if they had said July 1st, it would be July 15th because they'd be like, oh, we don't have that pressure. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just so excited. I don't know. I I've know, had wine. I'm so excited you, to live there. I know. You are. It's just going to be amazing. You got you got some rose color glasses right now and I am here for it. And it's all the listen, things. So listen, it's my I'm going to. Right. We're happy. I'm changing my mood. It's going to be great. There we go. Hold your That's hand up to the screen and I'll send you chic blood transfusion okay. powers. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> humana, humana. Okay. There it is. Listen, we have been through some stuff. I'm oh, going to get to my list listen, here in a second. I know. And I know that this so is... like, yeah. I'm, I'm going to walk back on all this statement here in like five minutes. Because we've not even discussed this list. I just know where this is going. I just feel like if June 1st through the 8th, we're just vibing out, bebopping around the state. I can vibe as good as the next one. I just need to know where I'm going to vibe with our children. One of whom we have to like empty an, a colostomy bag. Like, I mean, where do you, you going to do this in a tent? You're going to do this in a van? No, but I this... really, no, I think we may go to Grand Rapids and stay at our old Grand Rapids place for a week if we have to. Because I, she has to go down okay. there for surgery anyway, but we can't leave okay. the shop. I don't know. I All give right. up. Yeah. We're <laughs> off the rails. But I will say this, like I drove by today and... You know, there's a handful of cars, six, seven trucks out there. And six or seven. I know. Well, they got they got Pickford basement in them. They're scared. They're well, scared straight. <laughs> you gotta pull that one cord. Clink, clink. You get a lot of work done when you got a crew of guys there. So, all that being said, I'm hopeful, but I'm also just nervous. I'm nervous about it. That's all. That's valid. Well, I love you. We can get through anything. We'll do it. Chances are you know someone right now who is navigating a tough time in life, all right? Specifically, if one of your girls is going through it in her marriage and you want to be there for her and you want to support her as she makes these major decisions, if she is talking about divorce, if she's talking about separation, if she's talking about what's best for her kids, I want you to tell her to look up Travis Grote. Travis owns Grote Law. It's a boutique family law experience. He specializes in collaboratively trained divorce and custody arrangements. So what I want you to know is that Travis is a great guy. He's a Petoskey native. All right. He went to Central, fire up chips, and then he went to Michigan State for his law degree. Go green, go white, baby. Travis is a great guy. He's going to fight for what's best for your family. He understands the complicated and overwhelming process that awaits you or someone you care about. And he's going to walk you through that step by step. And he's going to cut it to you straight, and he's going to look out for what's best for your family. Look it up, Grote Law. They're right here in Petoskey, Michigan. GroteLawPLLC.com. Ooh, you got a list. I made a list. Evan is a man for the people, so he'll make this a real. Hi, this week on the pod, I'm sharing a list I made of lessons I learned in my 34th year on the planet. And we're drinking wine while we talk about it. And I think it's going to be a good episode, so you should listen to it. Thanks. Bye. PSA. PSA. Okay, so for this episode, I really wanted to talk about, you know, you know how obsessed I am with my birthday. And mm -hmm. I do want you to maybe reflect on, I've been really chill about it this year. Yeah, I think I, a month or two ago, I kind of also made us, we had a conversation that was like, you're going to need to be a little chill about it. <laughs> like, we just don't have the bandwidth to make this a big grand thing. 
Yeah, not this year. And 35 is 35. I think my sister, like for the last few weeks, she's been like, what are we doing for your birthday? What are we doing for your birthday? Because I said to her, I was like, you're being so sweet to me. She was like, actually, I just know that if we don't do anything for your birthday, you'll be pissed for a year. I'm not (laughs) a monster about it. I just love my birthday. I think it's so fun. But every year on my birthday, I reflect on the previous year. This one is interesting because it was a really hard year and really stressful. And so I've made a list of the top lessons I took away from this year. Hmm, I'm intrigued. All right. Number one, these are in no particular order. Don't dim your shine for the comfort of others. Okay. What does that mean? That means like, I feel like for a lot of years, I was just like, you know, people would say things like, Kaylin is intimidating or can be a lot or she's so loud and she's so, and I'm just like, I'm done playing it safe so other people feel comfortable. That's a that's a them thing. Yeah. So like don't dim your shine for the comfort of others. Don't change who you are so that other people in the room feel comfortable. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's Thanks good. for your, your commentary here. This is really Oh, I didn't I mean I, how many items are on this list? I mean this is a I have thirty five. Like you're kidding. I'm turning thirty five. I put thirty five things on the list. Okay, well then that my commentary is going to be limited so we can get through all of them in a I'm reasonable length. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Hardy, har, har. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> you, know, you know what a birthday is, uh, on the topic of birthday traditions that we used to always do for my birthday. Dude, the oysters. We got to bring that back. I know. Also, you got to stop swearing. This is a family-friendly podcast. We do Evan will ex- boop. And I think it, he'll be fine. Okay. It's been like three times. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For a long time, we used to do however old Matt was turning is how many oysters we ate off a silver platter. What a fun tradition. It was awesome. We can bring it back. When it was the getting better and better comes too. out of storage. <laughs> <laughs> when the silver platter comes out, which it will. My birthday's in the fall, so it better. Yeah. It'll be fun. You're getting older and older and older. More oysters, more oysters. That's the idea. All right. On to the next one. What okay, else next on my list. Advocating for someone you love in the healthcare system is both a privilege and incredibly hard. Oh my gosh. Why? I feel like we could write a book. We could write a book. I think anyone listening is no stranger that we have been through the ringer this year. And I'm curious why you think it's a privilege. It's a privilege because we're self-employed. We could be there all the time advocating for her. It's a privilege because English is our first language. Um, so, well, I mean, all of these things are hurdles to other people that we just happen to we are privileged but i don't know that navigating the healthcare system in general is a privilege maybe i should have formed it the word like being able to advocate for someone you love Ah, is a privilege and i don't really want to make this an emo episode i'm just saying anyone listening who has ever helped someone they love navigate the healthcare system in this country knows that if you have the time, the space, and the capacity, it can be a full-time job. Like the phone calls, the ordering, the appointments. And we are fortunate enough that we were able to, when we were at her bedside in the NICU, when your child is on life support, to be able to be like, I need to see a doctor in here right now. And not in a rude way, never bemeaning, like belittling to people or yeah. demeaning, just just advocating for her. Just advocating for her. And it was wild, but it taught me a lot. And it also taught me, like, transparently, like, we're really great parents. We really are. And um, I'm really proud of us for navigating all that. And I wouldn't wish it on anyone, but I think I'm better because of it. So that's on my list. That's a good lesson learned. 
Next, the best line or sentence I added to my repertoire this year is, do you want my advice or would you like me to just listen? Mm -hmm. This is a line I've been using with my girlfriends. Okay. When they're going through. You've yet to use that one with me, so that's (laughs) why I I was, I'm a little shocked by that. I've heard this before, but it might have, I feel like I've heard this before. I learned it from my therapist. Okay. I don't know. I'm sure, I mean, it's not a secret. Sure. A bunch of people listening who know this one, but no, I just it's good became, advice. It's great. I, advice. I feel like people's knee jerk reactions whenever somebody says something is like offer up solutions. Yeah, share and your that, own personal story. Mm-hmm. Share, I know a guy who did it. We know a girl who yeah. had an ostomy bag. And sometimes I think you just want people to say, "Hey, listen, this sucks," or "I'm here. Do you want me to give advice, or do you want me to just listen?" So yeah. I've said that and I think so it's especially year. true like close relationships, you know, like if you have a like like good friends or family members like that you that you have that you're able to say, do you just want me to listen or do you want my input? Like you're not going to say that to like a coworker. <laughs> I get what you're saying for sure. I feel like you have to have a solid relationship with somebody before you say that or else it can come off as like Maybe dismissive. I don't know. For sure. No, I agree. I agree. It's a really good line. I've used it in a lot of close relationships. You learned another one today at our parent-teacher conference. What did you learn? That is not available. Game changer. Game changer. (laughs) At our preschool. uh, Parent-teacher conference. Preschool parent-teacher conference. Shout out Miss Ann. Miss Ann today saying that one of her favorite lines in the classroom is, that's not available. Mm -hmm. Which I'm stealing. Like tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Probably has a lot of uses. That's a good one. I should have added that to that list. Okay. The next one is another line that I learned this year that I used a lot, which is friendships are for a reason, a season, or for life. Yeah. I like that one. Because I feel like in your 30s, you spend a lot of time realizing how much your friendships change. Because you're not, you know, I I know we don't have a lot of listeners in their early 20s, but (laughs) we just don't. We just, it's high. Not a lot, but some. Hi, Livy. Livy and but Christy probably. Livy, Christy, Lauren. All yeah. That's pretty much you it. You probably named them all. You probably <laughs> named them all. I'm just saying I feel like when you get out of college and your friends are your friends who you lived with and you were around and all that stuff like your friendship you go through your 20s and your 20s are so weird and they're just awful. I think your 20s are a mess. And then your it's 30s. It's just a really transitional part of your life. Transitional. And you're figuring out your jobs and your relationships. Your 30s are where the good stuff is at. And I feel like your 30s really realize the role that friendship plays in your life. And so friendships are for a reason, a season, or for life. And that isn't a bad thing. I think what I realized this year is that you can be friends with someone for a year or two while you're both in a similar season of life. And then that friendship can change and you can drift apart. And that is okay. Yeah. That's just part of life. Every friend you've ever had doesn't have to be someone you you talk to for the rest of time. There's not enough time of the day. There just isn't enough time. There just isn't. You think your 30s are so great because you're in your 30s? Like, I feel like when you're in your 40s, you're going to think your 40s are great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm only getting better with age, babe. I'm like a fine wine. Yeah. I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, but when I was in my 20s, I was not like, this is the prime of my life. I was really just like, well, I'm hmm. figuring it out out here. Yeah. I feel like it gets better with time. Boy, it'd be a bummer if it didn't. I know, right? All right, next one. This is a really good one. Nothing keeps you humble like shitting your pants. (laughs) It just is what it is. Oh, man. In the last few days, whenever I've been like, oh, yeah, this shop is thriving. We are doing it. I'm like, but remember, you pooped your pants less than two weeks ago. (laughs) As a grown ass woman. Don't get too cocky. 
don't because just when you do the universe humbles you yeah knock so you down a, a notch that's the next one on my list that was quick quick debrief there <laughs> okay next don't yuck someone else's yum Oh, dude, we've been saying this for years. We have been saying this for years. I feel like this is the first year that I had to openly project it and share it with people. There is nothing that will send me faster than someone being like, I don't know, there's just something about her. She's like had a bunch of work done and she like, I don't know, her hair is so blonde and she's she's in a relationship with this. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, I feel like that's also, you know, more important than ever. Like, just let people live their lives. Let people live. It does not affect you. It doesn't. It's not your business. And also, chances are, I don't know, I'd venture to say, if something that someone else is doing is really impacting your mood and your energy, what is that saying about where you're currently at? Yeah, it probably means you're uh, insecure about Insecure. It's a projection thing. You're jealous. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like just let people do their own thing. Like, no shaming, no weirdness. Just let people do what they want. That's a good uh, good realization. And last on my list, my final one, and again, these were in no particular order because I don't think this is the best one on here, but it's a good one. Lean into your proven track record. Yeah, elaborate. Okay, so I feel like everyone has a proven track record of something they're good at. And this could be you're a great parent. You're a great parent. This could be you're a great nurse. You are a great teacher. You're an awesome sister. You're an awesome husband. When you're trying something new or nervous about a new venture or finding your footing or freaking out, lean into your proven track record in the skill set that you have there. Here is an example. A couple weeks before we opened the shop, I was borderline hysterical. I think you can agree we were not sleeping well we were pretty nervous we were very stressed yeah culmination of a lot of things culmination of a lot of things look i'm not gonna sit here and lie to you i didn't know if it would work and it's like i knew we were gonna do a great job we're talented and we need a place to work like at the end of the day we just need a place to work and the retail side is it's a bonus to that but i was more worried about you know the money and the growth of the business. Yeah. And I mean, the big difference is like a shop now, you know, we've got all these people that are working more. Like mm-hmm. when we were just events, it was very easy to control. Like this is how much the event costs. This is how much your labor is going to cost. This is how much our flowers are going to cost. We're going to price everything. We're going to, we know we're going to make money on it and do a great job, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody's happy. Boom. Simple. And now with the shop, it's like, but we've got to get coolers and mm-hmm. you know light fixtures and furniture mm-hmm. and and oh by the way inventory that you're constantly bringing in and may or may not sell and you know apparel and staffing and which is always a challenge and it was just like it, and it was all happening at normally our leanest time of the year anyway mm-hmm. so you know it was just stressful that's all it was stressful. And it was never a doubt of whether the shop was going to be great or that people exactly. would come. It was just like, holy crap, these numbers are not what we would like them to be. And mm-hmm. we're just going to have to figure it out. And that's where I really leaned into our proven track record. Yeah. I was like, I know I can do this. I know I can. I have this body of work to show for it, this skill set. And I feel like so often when we are embarking on something new, our brain, the easier way to 
the thing that our brain's trying to do is our brain is always trying to keep us safe. So our brain likes to take us to worst case scenarios all the time. Yeah, like crisis mode. Crisis mode because it's helping us prepare. It thinks it's helping us prepare yeah. for how we would react in a crisis. Fight or flight. Fight or flight. And so I just really this year, like my 34th year, like know that proven track record. I know I am a great fill in the blank and I know I have the skill set to get me to the other side of this and keep myself healthy. Yeah. And that's, that's it. That really is it. That's the list. So that was how many things let's review it very quickly. Number one, don't dim your shine for the comfort of others. Number two, advocate being able to advocate for someone you love in the healthcare system is a privilege and really hard. Number three, probably my favorite one, the quote, do you want advice or do you want me to just listen? Such a good one. Number four, Nothing keeps you humble like shit in your pants. <laughs> Number five, friendships, a reason, a season, or for life. And last but certainly not least, oh no, two more. <laughs> Don't yuck somebody else's yum. And last but certainly not least, lean into your proven track record. That's my go. 34th year in a nutshell. You've only got 26 wild. more to name. 26 more. I hope everyone's settling in. I hope your <laughs> drive today is far. I hope the commute traffic is bad. The first eight were those. Yeah, I mean, those are all great things. What a year. What a year. A lot of highs, a lot of lows, but, I mean, that's life, man. A lot of rows, a lot of buds, a lot of thorns. A lot of roses, a lot of thorns, and a lot of buds. Dare I say, shall we transition to that part of the program? Yeah, we can We can get in it. Uh, okay, hit it. You I'll can go, go first. first. Rose is the shop, man. I'm just, it's uh, been an exciting, steady buildup to the opening. And, you know, even though we're calling it a soft opening, like people are showing up and it's been fun. Like, honestly, like uh, we, we did talk briefly last night, like after you got home and I had the kids in bed and it was, you know, eight o'clock or whatever. And you were like, man, these days really fly by. I'm like, yeah, because it's like fun. Like it's, we're doing, you're, you're always busy, you know, it's not like you're just like, I don't know. I don't know what, but doing a job you don't like, I guess. Well, I just feel like they go, I mean, uh, they fly by. Yeah. They fly. Like, I blink. Like even nine, ten today, hours past. Today we were there, and you had to leave at 11 something for school pickup and to do a delivery. And mm -hmm. I feel like you had just walked in the door at 845, yeah. and you were like, Bop, I got to go. Like, yeah. the time just flies. So it's really, really fun. It really is. Yeah. And that's been, I mean, I, I feel like... You know, it's it's nice. It is also really nice to have a home base where people can come and interact with the brand and you and the team. And so that's been that's been fun to watch and fun to be a part of my thorn. thorn. Yeah, thorn. I know um, what that is. I know what's coming. What? You're going to say the house stuff. Mm, I already said that. So no need to elaborate. Other than that, you know, a minor annoyance. This this place is great and it's temporary. There are no like dressers in any of the bedrooms, and like, I just <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know where to put any of our clothes or any of our kids' clothes. So like, there's an open suitcase in every room, but like today I couldn't find a pair of pants for our middle daughter, so she wore her pajamas all day. <laughs> you know, and it's like she's fine, she's loved. I'm sure there's a whole bag full of pants in this house, but I just, I don't know where they are. So that kind of stuff. But I mean, if that's your thorn, you're doing okay. And my bud is, um, you know, I got it the first tea time of the season, uh, oh. coming up here day after tomorrow. So here we go. You know, I'm, I'm keeping my expectations in check 
knowing that I've not like really done anything this off season <laughs> to prepare for okay. this golf season. All um, right. Being realistic, I did get to hit some balls last night and, you know, felt good about things, but we'll see. Let's I, have a new segment. Let's I, have a new segment <laughs> where you What does Matt say, shoot this week? All right, this week I'm trying to shoot blank, and then next week you'll tell oh us, because I do God. think he'll golf at least once such a week. A, such a tremendous amount of pressure. Well, just say uh, this week I'm hoping to hit 130, and then you'll be fine. Oh, yeah, okay. I will beat 130, or I will throw my clubs in Lake Michigan <laughs> <laughs> if I don't. I don't know. What are you really like? Okay, let's let's be serious. If you when you go out this weekend, if you came home and I said, "How'd you play?" What would the number be for you to say, "Oh, I played great"? Because I don't think that number exists. I feel like you could be like, "A shot sixty-eight. Oh. It was a, a terrible day." <laughs> like, there's no, there's um, no barometer here for happiness. If I shot like eighty-five, I'd be pretty happy. Okay, magic, getting out there, getting after it. But I like I could. Here's the thing. It's of course I'm super familiar with. Obviously, it's kind of our home one, and I just um, okay. I have the potential to shoot a hundred, though. Like that's all right. Thank you for well your established. All right, but I feel like I should be better. You know, this is the thing about golf, man. Um, it is like not to turn this into a golf podcast as we're ending the episode, but like it is so hard. <laughs> like uh-huh. it's such a hard game, and I didn't grow up playing. Like it was something I like. Like a lot of guys, when you stop playing sports, whatever your sports are in high school and college or whatever, like you come to it in your twenties, and you look at these people, you're like, at one point in time, you might not know it, know it now looking at me, but like I was a decent athlete. And it's like, I should be better at this game than I am. So it's just endlessly frustrating, but also like very addicting because of all those reasons. We'll see. I'm, I'm not putting a lot of pressure on myself to shoot a specific score. I'm just going out, trying to do some things. I just want you to have fun. I'll have fun. It'll be fun. It's always fun. Yeah. Okay. Rose Beth Thornton. My rose is that... I am celebrating another birthday and I feel like I said a few episodes, like I really just love my life. I love our family and our marriage and all that sappy stuff, but I love my job. And I think the shop is also my rose, but I just, I love working. I love working. Yeah. And I feel really grateful that I have a partner in crime who, you know, I come home, they've had dinner, they've all the things. You're just a great teammate. And that's my rose. My rose is that like I came home and you had made delicious, delicious dinner and watched the kids most of the day. And that little stuff is so important to me and I really appreciate it. Yeah. My thorn. My thorn is that I hmm, I don't really have a thorn. Riding high. Riding my birthday high. Riding high. No (laughs) thorns, boo. Yeah, that's it. I think it's going to be a crazy summer of... You know, one week in the shop has really taught me what I knew to be true, which is when I am there, I am not accomplishing computer work. Like I may sit down and try and try and try, but it is not going to happen there. So I may need to carve myself out a couple hours a week where I'm working from home or working from the coffee shop or something just to stay on top of all the inbox stuff. Yeah. And my bud is... I think 35, I know 35 is going to be a great year. I agree. And I'm feeling good, going into it feeling good, and uh, can't wait to see what unfolds. Can't wait to see. We have a new house to move into. Our family is complete. We opened a brand new flower shop, expanding our business, just 
all the good things. So we're yeah. really, really lucky. We're kind of in the, you know, for, for months we've been like, oh, this is all coming to a head right now, like in May and June. And we're mm-hmm. like we're in, in the it. middle of all that. <laughs> and I feel like there will be a more sense of peace six to eight weeks from now. But we're doing it. Kids are loved. Loved, safe, and fed. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I'm grateful. I'm grateful we get to yeah. do it together. I love you. Think you're great. And I'm proud of us. Flower Shop's awesome. If you're listening to this and you've not come by yet, which we've met some people. Like, we've had a couple people today. They were like, we listen to the podcast. We're like, I know, but I I was going to say thanks for visiting for those. Because a lot of people who have come out this this first week. So thanks for. (laughs) If you've come out, thanks for visiting. If you haven't yet, we'd love to see you. And you can make the trip to Walloon Lake, Michigan. Beautiful Walloon Lake. Nothing compares. All right, I'm going to go to sleep at 9.20 yeah. because I'm cool. I'll probably join you. Oh, in our tiny bed. <laughs> the velour. No, I was going to say we're sleeping in a bed that is one size smaller than uh, we're used to. And so yes. when we turn towards very each other, small. when we turn towards each other in the middle of the night, we're like, your breath stinks. Like you're, you have nighttime breath. So we yeah. put up a pillow in between. But there's not a lot of room for an extra pillow between us. And then the kids want to crawl. I don't know. I like it. It reminds us of being a pioneer listen. family. <laughs> Just imagine. Could you imagine being a pioneer? I could because when I was a girl, and I got to let this go because this episode is getting crazy. When I was a girl, we used to play like pioneer times. We didn't call it anything. We called it house. But it was like we were sweeping a dirt floor and like a fort no. we built. And like I was like an old woman named Marmy. Like we had like little women was my aesthetic. Like we used to play little women. Like Joe, I can't. I can't even. I you, cannot even go here. Glory. Matt, we would. So that's why I think I would be fine in pioneer times. If it's like 73 degrees in the house, you're uncomfortably hot. If it's 65 degrees <laughs> in the house, you're uncomfortably cold. I love you. You have a trillion skills that are so incredible. You would not survive as a pioneer person. I may, though. I have grit. And when you have grit, you can you can do it. You can do anything. I'd be out there breaking my horses in. I would be churning <laughs> butter. Oh I would be wearing a corset. Shoeing a horse. Be, sh- for Shoeing sure horse. I could shoe a horse. Let's go, dog. Let's Kaelin. go. Believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams. I've had two glasses of wine. I'm ending this podcast episode. Oh, my gosh. Signing off. XOXO. Pioneer girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. See you on the flip side. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to this. Thanks. This is crazy. (laughs) Goodbye. See you next week. Today's episode of the podcast was sponsored by Grote Law, a boutique family law experience right here in Petoskey, Michigan. Travis Grote is a great guy. That's what I'm going to tell you. And one thing about Travis is he is at the level of excellence in his field. He is a fierce advocate for your family, and he's going to get you powerful, proven results. Divorce, family law, this stuff can be messy. It can be overwhelming. It can be really, really hard. And someone you love, your brother, your cousin, your parents, your you know your best friend, they may be getting ready to go through what can be a trying situation, but we know that there's so much happiness for them on the other side, but have Travis help you get to that other side. I want you to look him up. His office is incredible. Grote Law. They're right here in Petoskey, Travis at GroatLawPLLC.com if you'd like to email him. And check him out online, GroatLawPLLC.com. I know divorce is not a yippee topic, 
but you know, we don't cut corners here on the pod. We talk about what's important and happiness is important. And I want that for you. Grout Law, a proud sponsor of this week's episode of the pod. <clears throat>